Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to another episode of Taking Sides with the Dashleys. I'm Dallin. This is Ashley. Ash, how the heck are you doing? We are doing so great. Valentine's Day is over and we both got each other Valentine's presents this year. So it wasn't like the last two Christmases where one of us failed and it was just great. Took a little break off of work, made a little love, had some fun, ate some strawberries. It was great. Yep. Ashley got me. I, I told her a few days before that I was craving. And I listened. I was craving this food. Mm-hmm. And then she door dashed it to me on Valentine's Day. I'm a great listener. You guys, it is, I think it's underrated how good of a gift food is. It is the best gift and it is the only gift I give now. It's My such sister a has a gift. birthday. Door dash food to her. Um, Christmas, send them a cake. There are so like, many food delivery easy, options. What an easy way to tell somebody that you're thinking about them. I want to think about myself. I took a picture of, of a cake place. They deliver cakes and they looked amazing. And they looked, oh, it was Milk Bar. I've watched documentaries about them. She started this New York restaurant or something. And now they deliver these beautiful little mini cakes for whoever wants them. Like in the mail? Or yeah, is it, it comes local? in the mail. Did you order one? I'm going to. Fun. I want one for myself, for everyone involved. Next time we have a dinner party, I will order a cake from the mail for it. Sweet. I took Ashley for her birthday slash Valentine's Day to Grand America for the night. Which is like the swankiest place in Utah. If you've been to Utah, there are, I feel like there are a limited number. It's not a, it's a big city, but it's not a huge city. And the, the swanky places... You know, like there's some places up by the ski resorts. And then Salt Lake, I feel like Grand America is the swanky place. And then Ogden. There's like Hotel Monaco. I've never been there, but I hear it's swanky. Yeah. Ogden Grand has America, nothing. And Provo has nothing really swanky. Grand America is just, it's a different kind of swanky. It's I like. Just imagine I'm it's walking It's like marble down, and wood. Yeah. It's like, you know, the scene swanky. In the Titanic like where Jack... chandeliers yeah, type swing. Like Jack and Rose are coming down the stairs. Looks like Titanic. It's Titanic. It feels like a cruise ship too because the hallways are like... If you've been on a cruise, uh-huh. you would recognize the feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we got some good questions for you guys coming in hot. A lot of people are... Sent, like more than ever. Um, and... We got our first one is going to be from a guy. We don't get many guys writing in with questions. You know, I feel like there's guys out there who watch us and listen to us, but it it feels like also that there are none. So it's always really exciting when one of you pop out of the woodwork and reveal yourselves to us. Yeah. Dallin has this I have, posse. Uh, I've been starting to post a little bit more on my personal Instagram. Yeah. And there are guys that are messaging me and it's fun. I think like, What's there up, should man? be more dads on like, Instagram. A, a who lot of questions like, about Traeger, <laughs> which yeah. is fun. I like talking about Traeger. I'll answer questions all day about Traeger. You don't see a lot of like, well, I mean, like your life is interesting. Like a work at home, partner, father, barbecuer. Yeah. It's like a different, it's like a, I don't know. I feel like guys are more, um, maybe more old school guys are more comfortable sharing like conquests and achievements and like the really cool things they do versus like their home life. I just joined a, yeah, I just joined a Facebook group. Yeah, you found that group and it was like um, a breath of fresh air for you. Dude dads and it's just a bunch of dads talking about dad stuff and occasional guy stuff. That's like all... And marriage. And it's just, it's refreshing. It's nice. Like when it's your life, moms talk about that stuff so much. Other stuff comes up, but it's like our, like your kids are so much a part, big part of your life. 
I feel like guys need to just like talk about things more. Yeah. There's a quote that just makes me sad every time I think about it. It says most men live lives in quiet of quiet desperation, men meaning men and women. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just so sad because I think about times in my life where I have just been in quiet desperation where it would have been so helpful to have somebody to talk to, but I just didn't. I just remember when you found that dad group, you were just like, it was just like, there oh, are so people many people are struggling with like the same me. thing. Somebody just posted and said, my child has been crying for five weeks straight. It's a newborn. Uh, don't know how to put it to sleep. I walk back and forth in the kitchen. Me and my wife take turns. I haven't slept more than an hour at a time. Please help me. What are your tips? And like so many other guys chiming in saying, man, that's rough. Been there with mine. You'll get over it. Here's some things that I did. Like, gosh, that would have been so nice when I was a, a new dad. Guys just don't like go to dinner I was wondering if my baby that. was the only baby that does this or not. It was yeah. so nice. It's, I feel like our neighborhood is a very new age neighborhood where it's not just moms at the park. Maybe everything everywhere is changing where like it's more of like partnership marriages versus like the the old school way is cool too. But I think there's just more well, jobs these days where dads are home more so it's more of the norm for you know women to be working too or they're both to be working and but yeah. we see so many dads at our park now and i feel like they just need to take the next step and start communing with each other <laughs> yeah maybe well anyways we have our first guy i think ever to reach out on the podcast so mm. if there's other guys listening please feel free to reach out Okay. Hey guys, my name is Michael and my girlfriend and I have been listening to you for the last year. Unfortunately, at the beginning of 2021, oh, well, the subject line, how many guys reach out with questions? Here goes nothing. Michael, none. none Mike, do. Mike, you're the first one. So thanks. Unfortunately, at the beginning of 2021, it seems like we fell into a rut and those good, happy, lovey feelings seem to have gone away from her side. The story I tell myself is that between... Oh, good job recognizing the story you're telling yourself. The story I tell myself is that between moving into the comfortable phase and us dealing with some depression as individuals not to mention the fact that we are all stuck in a pandemic may have led to her not feeling the love anymore i want to reconcile speak our truths and find some ways to bring back a spark to our relationship she unfortunately broke up with me i want to respect her needs but i also want to give us a chance to fix things do you guys have any advice on next steps dealing with being in a rut etc i'm hoping she will meet with me and a couple's counselor and work things out Thanks for everything you guys do, Mike. I can, okay, speaking for me, the times where I've felt the least romantic and the least like w able, like feeling like I had love to give were times when I had the lowest amount of love for myself. So I think I wouldn't see this as like a final blow. Like it totally could be, this could be the end, but maybe she just needs some time and she, you guys haven't figured out how to like, or she hasn't how to do that in a couple situation to just like focus on filling her cup and finding some self-love for herself. The pandemic's hard, like for extroverts, it's not been like terrible for me, but cause I'm an introvert, but even me, like I have days where I'm just like, what is the point of life? If I can't even go talk to my friends without a mask on my face and I can't get within six feet of each other and I go to the store and cough and it, and people look at me like I'm Satan, you know, like it starts to wear on you and you can't go anywhere and you can't do the fun things that, and the things you used to look forward to are all canceled. It's just like a new life and it's not like the brightest of lives. 
especially because at any point you could get this disease that kills you and your family. So it's just sucky and heavy. Um, maybe she just kind of needs some space to figure out her and to find ways to fill her cup. And one of those, she made like a, you know, like I do this sometimes where I'm just like, I just want to quit everything and I'm just going to start over. And that's like harsh and sad. And I, and it puts you in a bad position, but maybe she's just kind of doing that. And if that's the case, I would say you just need to, um, like maintain friendship. If you can't be her, her romantic person and you, and you want to be in the future, um, then just be committed enough to her without putting yourself in a position of too much like hurt or rejection of just being her friend. Is it enough to just be her friend for a couple months and see where that leads and help her get into a better place and give her the space to get into a better place, but still stay connected and check up on her and, and see if she'll do things with you just as friends, just as, and you know, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. If she, yeah, if I don't know. If, unless she's just broken things off for good, then that's really sad. And you should allow yourself some time to feel sad. That's like the first thing. And, uh, but just know that your sad feelings don't mean that, don't mean that, um, that you should be together still. It's just normal to feel sad after somebody breaks up with you. And then I'd say the next step is, um, to like focus on your future, Mike, like what do you have going in your life that you are waking up in the morning feeling excited about, like make your own future plans, have things going on in your life that bring yeah, you get excitement, something to be excited about. like, um, whether it's, you know, little things like going to the gym every day or, a road you know, trip. setting a goal for like a road trip or something fun you've always wanted to do, meeting up with friends, making new friends, starting a new hobby, going golfing more often, going skiing, Whatever it is, like have some of your own plans that make you want to wake up in the morning and feel excited and like planning for your own future and getting things going in your own life. And then um, yeah, I think it's a good mix, like take care of yourself. And if deep in your heart you have hope for this, reach out to her and be her friend while you still kind of like full speed ahead on your life. Yeah. And like somebody that has things going on in their own life that they're passionate about, that they're excited about, that's attractive. And that makes other people like... Like, because you're, and this was the last thing I was going to say, is that you're taking responsibility for your own happiness. You're not relying on your girlfriend to make you happy. You're taking responsibility for your own happiness. That is attractive. And that makes people like, wow, I could spend some time with this person because they're not like a needy person. They're not, I'm not saying you're needy, Mike, but they're just, that just makes people, whether it's your girlfriend or a new girl that comes into your life, like somebody that is, has like excited, passionate about what they're doing. They have plans for their future and they're working towards them and they're in charge of their own happiness and they're comfortable in their own skin because they're just taking care of themselves. They don't need anybody else to make them happy. That's when, that's when people are attracted to you. And that's when you're able to be in a healthy relationship and offer yourself to somebody as a solid grounded person. And, uh, and that's, that's where the magic will come from. That's where you'll start feeling really fulfilled, whether or not you have a girlfriend and whether it's your old girlfriend that comes back or it's a new one. Um, but those are my, that's my tips for yeah. handling a breakup. Allow yourself to feel sad for a little bit and then make future plans and start doing things that you're excited about that make you excited to get up in the morning that you're passionate about and take charge of your own happiness. I feel like good luck, man. It happens to everybody. And uh, I'm sorry that this happened to you. This is a rough time where everybody's feeling a little depressed for, for a lot of reasons. This one big one is definitely the pandemic. It just sucks. It really sucks. Mike, this happened to us. Like when Dallin broke up with me, 
I was sad. I was just brokenhearted, but I would not let myself let him know that he had just destroyed me inside and out. And I just wanted to be, I just wanted to get out there as much as I could and, and meet as many people as I could and do as many fun things as I could. And I still kind of like, you know, there was still like a string attaching us of communication and he came back and, and I was in a good place for him when he came back. Like my life was going somewhere versus I saw that too on Instagram. I saw pictures of her going on dates and stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, I was, I had a good job. I was dating tons of boys and just trying to like, as sad as I was that whole time. I mean, a part of me was sad. I don't think I was completely all of me sad. I just kind of held out hope for Dallin, but also dedicated like so much of myself in case Dallin didn't work out all I wanted like a hundred other options. Yeah, man. So find things that you're passionate about. Um, maybe it's work and, and hopefully it's work. If not like make plans to change your work and also, um, things outside of work too, and post about it on social media, talk about it, just show that you have like, just have things going on in your life that you're excited about and share it on social media. And that'll make you just a happy, fulfilled person and an attractive person to other people who also have are, yeah. are grounded and have things going on in their life Social media is kind of like how people meet these days, I think. Pretty much, yeah. It's like a resume. I like, always felt uh, like my yeah. social media if was my resume. she's broken up with you, don't show any, don't have any shame or, or hesitation about showing uh, showing her that you're going out with other girls. Like, no big deal. She's the one that broke up with you. Like, what is she? You, she doesn't like, she has no right to expect you to not be going on dates. So like, show her that you're going out with other girls. And if it really is meant to be, you guys will end up back up together. But if not, like you've, you're taking charge of your own happiness and you're doing things that fulfill you in your life. And, uh, whether or not it's her, you're happy and doing what yeah, brings humans happiness all during our brief time here on this earth. Yep. So good luck, Mike. But it is sad. It is sad. And that's okay to feel sad for a little bit. Stay tuned for more taking sides, the marriage podcast. You guys, in 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about our mental health and happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It makes us sick, and therapy really does help. But what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Maybe you're feeling insecure in a relationship or at work. Maybe you're not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, don't be ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't even have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you in order to get help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video or phone or even live chat discussions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Taking Sides listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com takingsides That's betterhelp.com slash takingsides. We are supported by KiwiCo. You guys have probably seen us play with KiwiCo boxes on our vlogs with George and James. Man, we love them so much. KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects designed to expose kids to concepts in STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. You can customize the box based on your kid's age. Boxes are delivered monthly and come with all the supplies you need for that month's project. The last box George and James did together, we had this little monkey art project where we created a tree and put bananas in it and we counted them and we created together 
together and they just really, really loved it. And it provided like hours of quality learning entertainment. And we felt like awesome parents. And all we had to do was just get a KiwiCo box. With KiwiCo's hands-on art and science projects, kids can engineer a walking robot, design a paint pendulum, conduct bubbling chemistry experiments, and more, all from the comfort of home. Everything you need to make STEAM seriously fun delivered to your doorstep. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code Taking Sides. That's 30% off your first month at kiwico.com. K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Promo code Taking Sides. Okay, let's go on to our next question. We got a weird, funny coincidence from Allison. Okay. All right. What's up, Allison? Hey, hey, Dallin and Ashley. My name is Allison. I've been wanting to email for months now because I just love your podcasts and vlogs. My husband and I are in the beginnings of starting our own vlog and podcast. There Y'all are have inspired so many people us. doing this. That's fun. It's so good. I think it's awesome that people are sharing, able just being able to connect with somebody and seeing what other humans are up to. I think uh-huh. it's one of the healthy things about social media. If it's somebody just posing as a fake life on social media, it's then weird. that's not healthy. And it makes people compare their normal lives, which have ups and downs and boring times and some happy times just like everybody. But if they're just following somebody that's always like doing something amazing and always dressed perfectly and their kids are so freaking cute and dressed and prepped and their house is sparkling all day, every day, like that can be depressing. But if you're being a real like authentic person and connecting with people on social media then i think that's really cool unless you're like kim kardashian i feel like i watch that and i'm just so <laughs> She's shocked just like, <laughs> and amazed and yeah, intrigued by her life nobody can like honestly like, compare themselves she, to she the kardashian a, so a it's white just more marble like an in, monastery an building thing. i don't yeah. understand it if you're trying to comp- if you're comparing yourself to the kardashians then please stop because she has a whole fridge closet just for drinks and pr- and then she yeah. has another closet for produce and i'm like I cannot even eat a, a small thing of spinach. How are you eating this many fruits and vegetables, oh, Kim? Man. Okay. What, what do we got here from Allison? Y'all have inspired us. And also any advice would be super great because we're so awkward. That's great. Be awkward and say on your, on your vlog, man, you guys, I feel so awkward right now. I haven't done this before, but I'm really, it really excites me and I'm passionate about it. I'm just feeling really awkward right now. Can you sense that? Bring it out in the open. That's what our therapist said. Don't to do. even like yeah, I was Just listening to a it. podcast Don't. this morning and this therapist was talking about how he helps people get over their OCD. There was this guy who has was OCD about um uh, sweating. He said he was like a very handsome guy, looks like he just came off of Wolf of Wall Street or something like that. And uh, but he was so OCD about sweating and what other people would perceive of him because he was sweating so much. And so he said that he just went out on a hike with this guy. And when they passed people, he was to strike up a conversation with them and then say, you know what? I'm 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 out on this little uh, camp group hike right now trying to get over my OCD. I have an issue with like sweating when I'm nervous. You can probably tell I'm sweating right now. And that really makes me concerned about what other people think of me. Like, I just want you to know that, but I think you're really cool. And he said this, the, like the first person they, they talked to, people were kind of hesitant, like, who's this guy right. coming up to talk to me? But when he opened up and shared his honest, authentic feelings and became human to them, they were like, they opened up to him and they said, bro, I just came out a few weeks ago of Alcoholics Anonymous and I re- so respect what you're doing right now. And that's so awesome. And they like hugged each other and it was such an effective moment for these people that took off their guards and were just human to each other. And I thought it was really cool. It's been really a healthy thing for me because I probably had OCD of 
like chronically trying to hide all of my like imperfections and always trying to perfect myself and my body and my image and stressing so much about what people would think about me if they would think I was ugly or fat or like not productive enough. And then we started this vlog kind of on a whim. And I don't, I mean, there were things about me that made it impossible for me to be fake. Like I don't know how to curl my hair or do makeup. And we were super poor when we started. So I just had to get on there. I just got on there and I was, I just was myself. Like I wasn't hiding anything. And it was so healthy for me to just see, to see myself kind of how others see me. Like it's hard to see yourself from like a, like most people don't have a camera pointing at them or like their husband Mm -hmm. filming them or talking and like to hear my voice and think, oh, my voice doesn't sound as stupid as I always thought it sounded or like, oh, I'm not as ugly as I thought I was or like just all these things to see, to see yourself like out of your eye, out of your like mind's eye. And then when comments started happening to have people say like, oh, I'm just like you, Ashley. Like I have the same issue or, oh, I wear Birkenstocks all the time or I like just so many like weird quirky things. Anytime I would share them would be our most commented moments where everyone would be like, yes. Where you took down your guard, your walls and you became human and shared your realness or your weirdness. Probably to a fault. Like I walk around now in a romper and wool socks and Birkenstocks. (laughs) People are like, okay, let's dress up a little bit, Ash. And a pioneer braid. (laughs) Literally yeah. everywhere. No, J.P. Sears, one of his things is like, everybody's weird. There's no such thing as a normal. Who are you? What are you setting up as a, as an example of normal? Like, yeah. just be your own weird and people relate because they're weird in, in, in ways I too. I feel so comfortable now in my skin, but like I'm happier than I've ever been just because, yeah. and it's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's turning 30 or I've just had like four years of, of having to confront people who think I'm the worst person alive and then also having to like take in people who think I'm the best person alive and just understanding like some people are just going to hate you and some people are just going to love you and like these are the things that make me the happiest and it's going to like tick off 80% of the people and like whatever but I just it's been so healing for me to expose myself yeah and I so had, in way, like I had never, like I didn't have a lot of friends. I'd never dated people. I was so shy, so closed off. Mm-hmm. And I don't know like what happened to me that made me that way. I was probably just born that way, but it's been so therapeutic for me yeah. to vlog. So what's the, t- what's the trick to, uh, to not be awkward? Well, stop worrying about it and say, or do worry I'm, about it. Stop worrying about it and say, man, I feel really awkward right now. Just yep, let just yourself feel awkward and then it. say, and express that you're feeling awkward. You be- instantly become human. You instantly become relatable. You inst- you put down your walls. Instantly, everybody would be like, man, I'm so, uh, like, that was so cool of you to feel awkward and still do it in your own weird way. And I connected with that and I watched it and it was fun. And I'm going to follow you and keep watching your vlogs because I relate to you and I think you're cool. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me so long to learn that. I'm still learning that. But just not trying to hide anything. Just like if you're feeling awkward, be like, guys, I'm feeling awkward right now about this. I'm uncomfortable with with this, but I really want to do it for this and this and this reason. Hope you, whatever, you know? Okay, anyways. she's. Let's... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have one more trick. What? This is just what I do because it makes me really like freaked out to think of talking to like 300,000 people who will watch this on Facebook. I just, and and I kind of get awkward and weird like you're giving a speech. So I just pretend like I'm talking to my sister or my best friend. 
and I talked to the camera like I just she watched they watch my vlogs so I just pretend like I'm only talking to them so I like talk like do my inside jokes to them and I tell them my like little weird thoughts and secrets like things I would only tell my best friends and that has helped me mm-hmm. instead of like talking to the masses yep cool I listen to your podcast on my drive to and from work this morning and this morning happened to be listening to the one where you're talking about Chick-fil-A and Ashley was saying that the Polynesian sauce was really good. I always just go for Chick-fil-A sauce because it's tried and true, but I decided that I would branch out next oh, time I it's went. it's a game changer. Well, the school I worked at ended up surprising us with Chick-fil-A for both breakfast and lunch today. What the heck? I want to work at your school. That's a lovely school you have. Breakfast and, and lunch. And you would not believe the sauce they left for me. You guessed Polynesian and it made me laugh and smile extra hard. Anyway, here are two weird food. Well, did you like the Polynesian? Okay, finish. That's another vlogger tip. Always finish, <laughs> finish the, the story. story. <laughs> you don't set up a story and say if you liked it or not. She didn't say. Okay, I think she liked it. Well, I mean, it wasn't a negative. And she paragraph. doesn't like Polynesian. It's like now we're know. hanging. We want the next episode. Okay. Anyway, here are two weird food things that are actually very tasty. I dare you to try them. A donut burger. Oh, I don't doubt you there, but that's oh, freaking I've good. Oh, I've seen those on like Vegas food shows. Yeah. What would Guy Fieri say about a donut burger? <laughs> Flavortown. Oh, welcome to Flavortown. Deep fried bacon wrapped Twinkie? Yes, you read that right. Take <sighs> Not a, Twinkie, a Twinkie, girl. Wrap it in bacon, pop it in a vat of hot oil. <laughs> it's like an oily thing wrapped in an oily thing this dipped like, in an oil. These are things that make me depressed because you have to go to a carnival or a fair for this. And they all got canceled because of the Rona. Yeah, thanks a lot. Corona. Thanks a lot, Allison. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sure it tastes amazing. Uh, it is so gross that it's good. And the flavor <laughs> profiles are incredibly compatible. Thank you for all your thoughts and sharing your light with the world. Much love. The Croysdales. Has, cool. Has, well, has, if you're listening, go check out the Croysdales YouTube. I'm not sure if they have it yet or they're still planning on starting it. Search Croysdales and see what comes up on YouTube. And has anyone Leave else? them a comment had a bacon wrapped deep fried twinkie does anyone know if i can buy this online <laughs> buy bacon wrapped deep fried i twinkie. refuse to have a home deep fryer yeah me too not because of health but because they're messy oh my gosh all right um let's see this one's from crystalline my husband is neglecting my love language hmm well that's normal yep Everybody neglects other people's love language unless they proactively work at it. Yeah. Because it's not normal to share, speak love in that language. That's... You're used to speaking love in your love language. Well, like my love language is quality time, right? Uh-huh. And I've never given that to myself. I've always felt guilty to give that to myself and mm. I just give it to everyone else. But this last kind of like quarantine like i knew when i was getting pregnant that i needed to start taking care of my mental health because it just shoots down the toilet the second i get pregnant and then after i have the baby it shoots straight to hell so i started doing like ashley quality time and prioritizing it and it feels it like re it's just like as filling and fueling and like makes me feel happy probably more or as much in a different way than other people giving me quality time. So like if your quality time is gifts, give yourself some, I think my second one is gifts. Yeah. Give yourself some gifts sometimes. So like too. don't don't just wait for someone to give you a gift. Give yourself a gift. Or what's the other ones? Like acts of service. I don't know how you serve yourself. Maybe do things that you've 
been putting off because you're too busy or too busy serving others like do the things on your list um gifts words of affirmation Ooh, that's a big one I practiced that a lot a couple years ago just like looking in the mirror or writing in a journal things about yourself that are that are amazing and that you love or that are good things like that you that are not natural for you to just say about yourself that might be uncomfortable like that was for me like I would never look in the mirror and be like gosh you're just such a great person you're so beautiful and helpful and people are lucky to be your friend like affirmations I would practice doing a lot of this for yourself Uh to kind of dig yourself out of maybe this hole of feeling unloved like give yourself as much love as you possibly can and also like of course it would be optimal for your spouse to do that too but it might get you out of that feeling like I've been in before of like like there's just no good feelings about like you know like I'm just kind of wandering and lost and this relationship is the worst and yeah yep that's like what a happy like super fulfilling relationship that goes beyond the bounds of like thought like you guys are just so happy and loving together is when you're both proactively doing that for each other and it's and it's hard and there's so many aspects in life that make you tired work you're drained your kids finances like issues with family like so many things that's why marriage is so freaking hard um i just read crystalline's email she shared a lot with me and she's really struggling right now she's feeling so drained at home her husband works all day and then comes home and doesn't um and then doesn't help around the house because he's so drained they've gone to marriage therapy and he said that he would start helping out more around the house, but he hasn't done anything. And she says she thinks about divorce at least once a day. The only thing stopping her is she hates the thought of splitting time with her kids. And they've also, she's also thought about printing out fake divorce papers and leaving them for him to see, but she thought that was maybe a little toxic. Um, she says her cup is bone dry, but she can't stop providing for her kids. And it's gotten to the point where I look to fill my cup in other places and I'm scared that eventually give in that I'll eventually give in, even though I know it's not morally right. Okay. Yeah. This is, um, again, the podcast I was listening to this morning, the guy said he was talking about what does he do with, um, like his advice for therapists who are working with patients who they're bored with, or they're not jiving with. He's like, well, you tell him is bored with their spouse. The, the therapist, he's talking to therapists, his advice to other therapists who are bored with their patients that they're seeing. Oh, okay. His advice to them was tell them that you're bored with them, <laughs> but, but do it in a more, in a, in a, in a better way where it, like the blame is on you, not on them. I've never thought of therapists having like issues with patients where they're just like, oh, yeah. this person. Yeah. So like my advice to you would be getting real with your husband and say, but not just straight up. I think about divorce every day, but like having a serious sit down, like let's get real or let's not play type of mentality yeah. here. I'll do one. This is like a last ditch effort. If you've tried every single other thing, honey, I know we've talked a lot about this and I've really been trying to do my part around the house. And I would be lying if I didn't tell you that I think about divorce at least once a day, my cup is empty. I'm struggling so much. And I know that you're doing your best and I'm just afraid that we like, that I'm, I'm just, a, I feel like I am so dry and I am getting depressed and lonely and I feel like I need more help and I don't blame you. I feel like you're doing the most you can. I just feel like that I can't continue in this relationship if you don't provide more. 
and I'm scared and I don't know what to do and I'm feeling afraid, I'm feeling lonely, I'm feeling drained, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling anxious and I need more from my marriage partner and I want that to be you because I love you so much and I am afraid that you can't give that to me and I honestly think about divorce at least once a day and I am so scared. Like, yeah, I like that's he should know that you're thinking about divorce and that you're looking to get your cup filled other places. Like life is so short. Yeah. Having this conversation will immediately uh, make things more interesting around the house. And it sounds like one way or the other, you're, you're, you know, like house stuff and kid stuff is overwhelming you. And I've been there and every woman I know has been there. And And while you were thinking that I was feeling defensive too. Like, don't you know that I work all day? La 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 la. He has his own reasons. Like he's doing, he's doing the best he can with the understanding he has. Listen, you guys have three small children. Like life is not easy and it is not easy to fill the cups of three children and your spouse and yourself. I like Dallin and I have been in this struggle for probably three years. Just how the hell do we feel happy when we are too busy all day to do anything as a couple, to do anything as a person? Like every day I have this like this tiny like wish of like, I just want to go for a walk with my dogs. That's it. I just want to get out and go for a walk with with Dallin or someone. And it's like not an extravagant wish. And to every day have that wish be like, nope, didn't work out today. Like you start to feel like, well, like, what am I even doing? Like where I can't even go for a small walk or like whatever your little thing is. I can't even watch a 20 minute show without someone screaming at me. I can't even like sit in a, in my house and feel comfortable because it's so messy, but I don't have time to clean it because we're working and running and we have three kids and it's just so much. We broke finally broke is a bad word we finally got to the point where there was no option like there was no oh well why don't you just wake up at four and get a workout and like waking up at four for us would decrease our quality of life it just would and so like at what point is the cost of help and potentially the shame of help like less hard than the cost of just being miserable all day i can't tell you how like the weight it took off of me like i'm a girl it's kind of like culturally the girl's job to keep the house clean a lot which again not great at that and like for most of our marriage dallin has been working out of the home like he he can't magically pop home and clean like and i have two kids and i'm making a vlog and building a website like and now he's home too but we're busier than ever like us getting a cleaner twice a month as stupid expensive as that feels and you feel Actually, it wasn't as expensive it's as not I thought. but you just feel like personally i just i'm like i should be able to do this like i just feel lazy like oh becky down the street or my mom keeps a perfect house and raised four kids and like what is wrong with me like why can't i just be on top of my life i just can't maybe i'm just like a type b girl i don't know where i put my marbles in other baskets getting a cleaner I would say helped our marriage. I don't know how much, like how happier, much happier am I with a cleaner I can depend on? Well, I, yeah. Cleaning was also one of your, uh, one of the things that like per- just particularly like brought you a lot that of anxiety. Weighed on me. And then a month ago, like we have a lot of work and we were not like, again, I couldn't, I couldn't even go on a walk cause we had 
like we work at home and we have kids at home and they're young and they're not self-sufficient and you can't just leave them. Mm-hmm. Like give, give yourself seven years and your oldest can babysit and you can go out to lunch for, with yourself and read a book or something. Yep. We have a nanny who comes and helps us now twice a week and we get work done and we go for a lunch date sometimes and it feels like, like life has been breathed back into us. Like we're not always racing. We're not always behind. We're not always failing at our checklist of things to do. And for me, it was like the ultimate shame to have a nanny. And it was the most terrible mom move you could make. And it's been a hard adjustment. Like sometimes our kids are like, wait, we want to be with you. But also our home is a happier place. And also, Dallin and I are able to, you know, like shower and like, if we don't get our workout in we're, hope is not lost and we can go and run on the treadmill for 20 minutes or we can, if we can't get, if there's not a night available, we don't have to go a week without a date night and we can go for a day date and just put our relationship first. And also it put our kids first. Like they're happier than they are when we're like, okay, go watch TV and eat fruit snacks. Mom and dad have to pound out a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's, Things that we've put off forever that for me were kind of shameful having a cleaner and having like things that that was my job. Like I'm supposed to take care of our family, um, have made a world of difference in our life. And the cost is not even comparable to the like happiness that, and just like the feeling of calm that we have gained by doing these things. Yeah. So Man, so I guess what you're saying is look for maybe kind of like, like the maybe, advice we gave Mike earlier, like look for like take charge of your own happiness, do things that bring you happiness and fulfillment. And uh, it's OK to feel what you're feeling and make your feelings known because this is what this is how partnerships work yeah, I guess is I'm, because they need to know your feelings. You don't need to live a life in quiet desperation like this. It makes me so sad to hear like how hard it is for you right now. And he needs to know how you're feeling and like lay out your options. Like if it's literally come to this point. Like, let's talk about what divorce would look like. Do you really want to be paying alimony to me and child care support and uh, and live somewhere else, find somewhere else to live, move out? And let's seriously look at this because I am honestly thinking about I, um, divorce crosses my mind every day. I need more from my life partner than I th- and I'm afraid that it's more than you're able to give. I don't blame you. I think that you're doing the best that you can. I'm just really afraid and I need more. And that's where I'm at right now. And I, we need to have a serious talk about this. Yeah. Or I love that, but also maybe before the divorce talk approach it, like instead of you're just the only one tapped out, say, I think we're both tapped out. I I don't think you can step up and do more because you're so busy. And I don't think I can step up and do more because I'm so busy. If like the things that are dragging me down are X, Y, Z. And let's see if we can get outside help for these things or fit them into our budget. Yeah, totally. I think, and see what that does. Like I don't, we're just reading your letters. So we don't know. Like, um, I was just, I was thinking she tried everything else, but I love that idea. Like look for instead of assuming outside help, like find some room in your budget to have a cleaner come over. Or other things like the uh, maybe a nanny to help out with the kids because you need to be taking care Even of yourself. Even just for two hours, you can't take once care of week. kids on an empty cup either. Your kids. I read a quote that said kids deserve uh, parents that are that are happy and thriving and 
How do you get there? How do you get to happy and yeah, thriving? Yeah, because that's the Have model. Have that conversation. That's the model that you're setting up for your kids. Like, how do you want them to feel about their work and their life and their themselves when they grow up? Do you f- want them to feel like they can take charge of their own happiness and do things that bring them happiness or fulfillment? Or do you want them to think that their whole life is just about slaving away for their kids. Like that's going to make them not want to have kids. Like, geez, why would I want that? But that's if, how I felt. I was yeah, scared sad. to have kids. So like, but if they see their mom thriving, even if that means that they need to go have a nanny or go to daycare for a while, the time that they do have with their mom is way better and way more healthy than just being all day with a drained, drained, you know. Yeah. Person. Don't assume that's you're the only one tapped out. Like, he might be as well like what can you guys do do you need time like maybe just two hours a week have someone come over to help and you can look forward to that all week and know that no matter what you're getting some time for yourself to do whatever you want Mm -hmm. just literally you don't even have to be productive you can take a nap just what just like whatever you want you probably you deserve a nap you deserve something to like when you have these little kids something where you know that you're going to be a top priority for X, Y, Z amount of time. Yeah. And it feels like I always feel when then our nanny comes, I feel like a college girl again, where I'm just like productive <laughs> and I can like have fun. And, and there's not all of these like strings attached to me. I'm just like, Oh, I'm just going to go to the store. And it's so fun for me just to go to the store uh-huh. on a whim. Like, Oh yeah, I can totally do that. Someone's here. Like I can do all of these things that I try and do all the time. And it's so hard. And on this day, once a week, it's easy for me to do these things. Yep. Cool. So look for outside help to take care of your needs. And if your husband balks at the price of it, be like, I need this. Like I'm to the point where I need this. I am empty. I am drained and I need this. So either like, I don't know, we figure out how we're going to do this, make a change, or I'm going to do this and we're going to figure out how to put it into the budget. Does she stay at home? Is she like a does he work out of the home and she's at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was a kindergarten teacher and that's basically like being a stay at home mom. And I would just fantasize about Dallin's job. I would fantasize about like, Oh my gosh, he works at the bank when he worked at the bank. And I'd be like, he can, he just, Oh can't. no, never mind. She works 12 hour overnight shifts. Oh yeah. You need a, you need a break. You need friend. some time for yourself, Crystalline. All right. We love you. And just know that you're both at your wits end and figure out things to do for yourselves. Just and trust that, trust that your husband's doing the best he can too. And you guys need to take care of yourselves. Yeah. Take time to sharpen the saw. You're just hacking at a tree with a dull axe. That just sucks. If you take time to sharpen that axe, maybe the time that you're hacking is less, but it's so much more productive. Like figure out how to make that change in your life. It's so important and necessary. I just, it makes me so sad when when people are living lives in quiet desperation instead of getting help that they need. Yeah. Fine. And it doesn't need to be expensive. Get some time to sleep. That is, that will, I think change your life. We love you. We know that you can do this. This is life, man. This is, this is where rubber hits the road and it's hard, but I know that you can dig deep and figure out where you uh, can move things around to find time for yourself. Uh, Delegate a little bit and just fill your cup. Okay. It's normal for life to be a grind. But it doesn't have to be a grind 24-7. Uh-huh. You can take a break from the grind. This is what we've learned. This is what we've learned. Ash, mm-hmm. love you. Love you. Guys, love having you with us in this podcast. Go make it a good day.